1: today you are in for a very special treat we have the one and only mike frisbee of um, somewhere in the uk wait wait wait, wait. <laughs> i always get this wrong where do you live you're not from like china are you
2: no i don't i don't think i'm from china i don't needs. think i'm from china uh, it's, it's the last time i didn't have one of these stamps made in china <laughs>
1: Um, no, the, the, the reason why i asked that is because I, I got it wrong royally wrong with someone who is from china uh, and i said they weren't from china so i just need to double check that um, you said I they were from
3: croydon no. and they were like no i'm from china I,
1: i'm from china <laughs> croydon in china could be the same thing True. indeed <laughs> so, so, so mike um introduce yourself um, who are you um why are you here uh and i, I imagine well, people listening probably know that you're quite uh, prolific in the property world, but a lot of people may not know that either. So let's give it a little bit of insight.
2: Yeah. I, so I've been I've been investing for 15 years and built up my own portfolio in that time. Um, and prior to that, I was in the corporate world. So I made that jump out about 15 years ago and built up a nice uh, portfolio. And um, I run several property businesses. I have my own portfolio. I have a letting agency. And obviously, I do a bit of coaching and mentoring and training on the side as well. And recently, more excitingly, um, I've recently launched a property investment fund. So um, I have several businesses in the property sphere. My main strategies have been buying and holding. I'm, I'm a property hoarder, so um, I have a property problem. Um, love that safe I talk
3: about it here. You're yeah, I got addicted
2: to buying. I kind of found the method, got addicted to buying, bought over 20 properties, meant I didn't have to go back to work, and have been buying ever since. And really, I, I focus on two elements of the residential. You know, I've really focused on yields ever since the last recession, I've been focusing on yields, and I do that in two ways. First one is um, high end HMOs like you guys. Um, you know, we're we've got high end. Um, you know, you could say co-living, but I I talk about community living environments for high-end professionals and go for the top, top whack and differentiate myself that way. And then I also do, and also I got into this in the last recession, uh, the whole social housing piece. So I kind of go the opposite end of the market, but again, I'm differentiating myself because I help people into properties. So properties they couldn't probably necessarily live in, without my help and know how and 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 that's how i differentiate myself offering them a service so i offer service to both sides of my tenants try not to get stuck in the middle um with those magnolia um properties that we all love probably to hate a little bit these days <laughs> but um was what we we're shown when we first probably got into property and thought that's what it was all about must have magnolia walls mm. so um fortunately my magnolia wall count has been going down over the years, and. Um, my property bike shed ownership has gone up um, because obviously getting HMOs in Portsmouth, as you both well know, um, you need to own a bike shed or two. So I have a lot of bathrooms, a lot of bike sheds and a few properties thrown in as well. <laughs> I love that.
3: <laughs> oh, so true. And we, we've known each other for years now, all of us, haven't we? It's been what, five, six years now?
1: Well, yeah, I would have half. thought at least. Yeah, five yeah, years. 20, 20, I want to say 2015. Six years
0: this Month since I did my three day training, so it'll be in sometime after that, yeah, yeah,
3: that's right, yeah. That
2: time, wow. I remember, yeah, that time up in up north, the drug being dragged up north, <laughs> yeah. dragged up, north. Yeah, I've been dragged all over the place by you guys. Um, yeah,
3: I've, dragged you, I've dragged you around a bit, uh, you, yeah. yeah. I've
2: been to to Lincoln, dragged to was it Burnley or was it Burnley, yeah, how could yeah, you forget? <laughs> um, dragged to Burnley, dragged to Lincoln. Uh, and Matt's dragged me to the bar, I think. So um, <laughs> I have. I've tracked you and, to the bar and, and probed it. you
1: with questions.
2: <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So um, like another Guinness, Guinness? mate. Yeah, here you go. here's Guinness. <laughs> yeah, well, it is. It, well, it, you know, some people do take oh, me like... literally at that. Um, trouble is, when I present early in the morning, it could be quite trouble, troublematic, problematic,
3: problematic, problematic. That's
2: a good one. Problematic. Was already. I've obviously I already got got onto the Guinness. Obviously already. <laughs> um, <laughs> No, not, not, not quite. So for those, those that don't know, I was in the corporate world and I was in branding and marketing and strategy. And um, one of the brands I was fortunate enough to work on is Guinness. So I often say, if you do see me out and about when, when this fight lockdown finally finishes, um, you know, do buy me a pint and I'm quite happy to talk property while I consume that pint. I just consume them quite quickly. So you might need to buy quite a few. <laughs> buy so several. I'm, trying to be hel- I'm trying to be healthy this year. So um, I won't be drinking them quite as quick. Yeah, do you know though, five, five 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 and got half. shares in Guinness? <laughs>
3: should. Yeah. We should talk about that though, because you were super ill at the start of the year. And like you now know that you pretty much had COVID, right? Like you were yeah, yeah. first casualties of COVID and yeah. everyone was just bemused. Like, no, you were in intensive care, right? You were sick.
2: That's right. I was yeah, I was in intensive care. So um I'm where are we, March? Just out, out of um hospital, having been in hospital pretty much for all of February uh yeah on on oxygen and on a life support machine for the you know to feed me oxygen in intensive care and no one really knew what it was um mm-hmm. so um the test for coronavirus in that days was um have you been to china oh no have you been to wuhan and i said no i haven't been to wuhan. oh my
3: god that links back to matt's comment it, about it china
2: does, it does that's why i know i'm not from china <laughs>
3: right, you've never
2: been to wuhan uh, you So the, the, sure the coronavirus test is. was have you been to wuhan and i said no and they said well you can't have coronavirus then I said, okay, that's, that makes sense. Um, but I, th- I, you know, they just didn't, you know, no one in the hospital had seen it or heard of it or thought of it. I was put in isolation because I had, I, what they thought was, um, you know, pneumonia because I couldn't breathe. So they assumed it was pneumonia, some form of pneumonia uh, with flu because I have flu symptoms. So they put me in isolation in, in ICU. Um, so everybody was donned up. Everyone went in. I felt I was in a goldfish bowl watching people go past. And it was all a bit surreal for about, uh, yeah, about a week I was in intensive care and then got myself out. Uh, You know, most people who had pneumonia was like, aren't you out now? Surely it was, I was only in for a night or two nights and, you know, I'm calling myself out of intensive care on loads and loads of oxygen, just uh, keeping myself alive, really. So, Um, Yeah, so last year it did knock me for six, and it took me a lot longer to get over it than I kind of thought, because then you come back and you think, oh, yeah, 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 I'm okay now, and you're not at all, and then, of course, the country went into lockdown, so I didn't see anybody, also because it was like, is this COVID, was it pneumonia, and also you can catch COVID twice, so I could catch it again, but, um, you know, so therefore I was very much isolating, not going out, and I live by myself, so that was, you know, so when you're in recovery mode, trying to get over that, and then obviously you have a business too, uh, which you're going what the hell's going on you know is that being affected and everything but um i guess that's that's the positive side in you know there are some positives is you know the team could um step in and and help out there um you know if i was a solo entrepreneur or a solo property investor that would have been a bit more difficult if you're relying on you know exchanging time for money uh, i didn't have well i had a lot of time because i was just sat on my backside um <laughs> but not able to do much so, um, yeah, so in interesting times last year and I still not back to hell, you know, my lungs are still, um, still not right, you know, still not where they should be. And, um, later in the month, I've got a CT scan to have a look at what's going on. So I'm not a hundred percent still, but I feel a lot, lot better this year. Um, being focused on my health a bit this year is for me a year of healthy habits. So doing lots of little things that to keep my health going and no improve my health and, um, you know, health also affects mental state as well, which when we were all been in lockdown, I know lots of people mm. have been affected, you know, and I did find it difficult at times last year, but, um, you know, back very much on my mojo, hopefully, um, uh, you know, and coming on and chatting to guys is, is always useful. So, um, yeah. And one of the reasons why you just saw my cute little puppy, um, you know, so I can go on lots of walks and, you know, fitness and healthy habits, you know, that you link, link your healthy habits to enjoyable activities. Yeah. So uh, one of the reasons for getting the dog, and um, so yeah, so that that's me. That's really cool. baby.
1: Once so he can walk her outside and be healthy,
3: what? Yeah, pretty much. Hmm? Yeah. So
2: I'll be, you know, I've been doing lots of walking, uh, but not yet. She's not allowed it. She's too little at the she's moment. Too, Needs she's some injections. Listeners, so, oh,
3: she's so. Cool. Um,
2: but you know, when we come up to, uh, and hopefully the time that I can start walking, the weather will be improving. So um, you know, win-win, perfect timing. Hopefully, nice. Yeah.
3: Did we ever find out where you live? Uh, sorry, I did. Surrey,
2: sorry, was that before or when we were? Uh, the, I, I live in Surrey. At the moment, Surrey, I'm not
3: China. Go ahead. China. Yeah. Surrey. Not, not
2: China. China. And I had, certainly haven't been to Wuhan for those wanting to know. <laughs> the, the
1: old <laughs> fashioned COVID
2: had test. But well, <laughs> I have had COVID. And ah. so, yeah, so a lot of my friends call me patient zero because um, they seemed that I was the first one. Um, so, yeah. I mean, the doctors wouldn't have seen it when, you know, the, they were like, they all were quite baffled because they were going, you know, I don't understand this. They tested me for every, absolutely everything else, I think, um, uh, but not not, not COVID. Um, maybe they didn't have any tests at that point in time. I think maybe so. We were still ordering them or not even. I think they'd be, you know, people at that time weren't even expecting it to get to the country, were they? And they were just <laughs> starting to hear of cases in Europe, just starting to hear of stuff but i must have caught it in january because i was in hospital literally i you know i was starting to not be able to breathe so i thought i better go into hospital went into hospital into any you know how they have those um you know they quickly assess you and they assess me realize i was short on oxygen put me on oxygen took me straight through it's the quickest i've ever seen then they kind of left me all day and i ran out of painkillers and i was feeling shit and i would- they were going oh doctor's going to come soon doctor's going to come soon um, but the breathing was deteriorating quite rapidly. And someone came to see me and said, well, if it doesn't improve, we're going to have to take intensive care. And then they were like an hour later, they're going, we're taking you to intensive care, jump on this bed. And I'd been sitting in a chair like this upright. And I said, I can't jump on the bed. Cause if I went flat, I just couldn't really? breathe at all. And I you said, had I'm double not, pneumonia, not getting on that bed. And they said, just sit on it. I said, no, cause you'll scrunch my lungs. I'm not, oh, I'm not getting God. on it. And they looked at me and were like, just get on the bed. And I was like, nope. I said I'll walk. I'll do anything. I'm not lying on that bed. And so they went and got me a chair, and then I stayed in a chair for like 36 hours with all these tubes out of me because I refused to get on a bed. Um, uh, as they then, as you de- as you do as you get in intensive care, they then stick everything in in you and all sorts of stuff. So yeah. Uh, yeah. And then you're like, what the hell's going on? And you just, and then that was, that was the point I said to myself, myself, I said, don't worry about anything else, Mike, just concentrate on building breathing. And then you, you might be here tomorrow. <laughs> okay. So, um, yeah. So that, that was me. Yeah. So, I mean, in, in a way it was better than obviously being in the thick of it because obviously I had my own um, little goldfish bowl instead of being in a goldfish bowl with everybody else who was also suffering and I got brilliant brilliant um, care really the nurses and the intensive care nurses amazing. Which so,
3: hospital were you in Mike?
2: I was in Guildford Hospital.
3: Okay yeah well, yeah shout out to Guildford Hospital well done. Yeah
2: so I, yeah probably the first case in Guildford Hospital and they were, they were brilliant absolutely brilliant um, you know um, the, the nursing staff intensive care I was just amazed by it all really.
3: Oh, um, but yeah. you survived to tell the tale
2: <clears throat> and I'm still here yeah to tell the tale yeah, yeah
3: it's good but also like because I suppose you know like anything life always throws us curveballs whether it's COVID or oh god knows well we've, we've all been through stuff haven't we um I suppose it for uh, as well as lockdown it forced you to take time out and you've done quite a lot actually even though I know you've been focusing on recovering you've also launched a podcast yourself haven't you
2: yeah, yeah, I've been loving that. Yeah, um, yeah. Yeah, I've launched my own podcast, the Property Business Accelerator. And um, like you guys, having chats with property people, property and business people, because to me, property is a business. Yeah. Uh, so you need to treat it as such. So I talk about business stuff, as well as property stuff, always been fascinated by entrepreneurship and business. And um, so it's, it's an opportunity just to chat to people, really. Um, you know, talk to people like like you guys, and and you know, again in lockdown, it's actually been really refreshing and uh, energy giving. And obviously, Joe, I've had you on. I'll need to get you to uh, the others on as oh, well. I
3: wouldn't, I wouldn't bother, Mike.
2: No, I know. Well, I, you no. know, obviously, <laughs> I, took, I, took, I took the pretty one first. Um,
3: <laughs> right, you right. so,
2: priorities, um, right? right yeah. So, uh, um, but it will be good. Uh, and just enjoy, join, you know, like you guys do. I mean, obviously, slightly different format because it's just me and someone else. Sometimes I do um, a few solo uh, episodes uh, as well, just to talk on subjects a bit shorter because you're not bouncing off someone. So I find that a little bit harder, but still um, always interesting. Um, but, but yeah, and I'm loving the chats and I'm getting to speak to a variety of people and I just love picking people's brains and learning. And, and, you know, I learn and I get energy from it and, you know, through lockdown, second half of lockdown <clears throat> work, I kind of started it in the second lockdown. It has been a godsend to me. Um, in terms of because I've just enjoyed it and it it it's just good fun like you, I'm sure you guys well the amount of laughter there was before we even started recording <laughs> um, I can tell you guys quite enjoy this so um, yeah definitely yeah, uh, so yeah good. so like like likewise I don't laugh as much but um, I, I enjoy it in my own little way um, of picking people bright you know I just I just if I find someone who's done and achieved things and it's always fascinating to know why and what and how and what they've learned and and just having a conversation, like like having a cup of coffee, really isn't it? Just mm. um, you've just got a computer these days. It's all done by a computer, so you just sit there with a computer instead. But we all got used to that now, haven't we? One day we'll all meet again, maybe. Well, yeah. <laughs> God.
0: One day. That's a song. Yeah, it is. It, well, doing the podcasting um, has really helped. Well, I would say probably speaking for all three of us here, and especially in the first lockdown, where we hadn't have a clue what to expect, and we were before before lockdown, we had to meet to do every podcast session and we couldn't do it in the studio because it wouldn't be right we couldn't do it on, on zoom because it wouldn't be right but then i don't think we have we've only done one in, from march to the end of last year where we met up in person to do the
1: christmas one and we got absolutely blotted absolutely <laughs> smashed <laughs> off our faces where, where was my invite i could have bought some guinness uh, Actually, it, was just, it was just down the road, down, down in Worthing.
3: It was in Worthing, yeah, totally. Oh, to be fair, Mike, it was a car crash. I mean, it was you know, if you, if any of the um, property jammers out there have listened to the Christmas special, you know what we mean. Um...
2: I, I think I think I saw some pictures on social media. I'm sure there was some pictures of social. There were.
1: There was. There's, there's photographic evidence, unfortunately. Photographic <laughs> the episode evidence. itself is only about ten minutes long, so it's well worth a little chuckle. <laughs> it took us it all day. <laughs> That's why we were so blotto <laughs> to, to rewrite a Christmas a Christmas song.
3: Oh dear! Yeah, absolutely. Poor Dean Martin. What an absolute assassination of his song! <laughs> but yeah. it was worth it. It was it was worth it. We had a good time. It was so nice meeting up. But yeah, like Niall says, I think this was an anchor for all of us um during the first lockdown in particular because we just needed that human connection because Mm. it was just suddenly ripped away right and we saw it as our duty as podcasters to kind of put some positivity out there have conversations and and just offer reassurance to those who are in property that you're not alone everyone's going through the same uncertainty the same challenges and but also the funny stuff, you know, like docu- like the toilet rolls and all that nonsense and like, you know, online shopping, just going out the window and, you know, just...
1: You know what? It, toilet rolls was not funny at the time.
3: It really wasn't, but it was just...
1: <laughs> Everyone was very
2: concerned. I still haven't... What well, I still haven't made the connection is coronavirus doesn't make you go to the toilet more. <laughs> why, why was there a need to like suddenly buy all this toilet paper? Because you know, I've had it, and I can vouch. You don't go more, okay? So it's it's okay, guys. Just leave the toilet paper where it is. It's the normal amount of toilet paper you need to use. Um, It's demand. You know, usage doesn't go up because of lockdown, so you don't need to stockpile it. Um, You know, it's it's just a bit of FOMO on 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 toilet roll, isn't it? You know, yeah,
3: it was. But I think everyone learned by lockdown too. So, yeah, I think we were fine. And lockdown. Oh, no, I think they all
2: still had the stocks from lockdown one. Well, true. <laughs> they still have them, both.
3: <laughs> still replenishing what was lost the first
2: time. I, I don't right. think anyone's bought any toilet roll in 2021. 20... <laughs> <laughs>
1: oh,
3: dear. Well, we should we ask him? Should we ask him the question? Who's going to do it? Nile. Yeah. Okay, then. What's the question?
2: Okay. <laughs> How much toilet roll did <laughs> I get? How much toilet
3: roll
0: did you get through here? Yeah. <laughs> So question we ask all of our all of our podcast guests is what does a human side of property look like to Mike Frisbee? Do we ask everyone that same question?
3: Yes. Everyone, (laughs) even
0: if they're not from Mike Frisbee. uh,
2: as I had asked it, I was like, question to Mike that. Frisbee. We <laughs> ask everybody what Mike Frisbee thinks. Do I often, I often find myself in situations. Have, have, because... What has everyone said about my opinion on this this what? human side of property? We, if I'm we in do. a difficult we situation, do. what would Mike do?
0: Exactly. If I'm in a difficult situation,
2: like, what would Mike Frisbee do? What
3: would Mike Frisbee <laughs> do right going, now? Who's he?
2: I've never heard of him. Who is he? <laughs> The Who is this a- guy a- that, that is wondering what human side of is? <laughs> Give me one job to do on this episode and I fuck it <laughs> up. Royally. It was Matt's comment. To be fair to you, Niall, it was a good question and I would have carried on answering, but it was Matt chipping in saying, do we ask That's that true. question to everybody? Um, well, if, to be honest, they would call me out. That's he was. True. He was trying so to call a, him out. Niall was trying to make it more personable and making it, more human more human by putting my name in so he's trying to put the people side into this podcast matt's trying to take it out i don't know what's going on oh no one knows (laughs) this is what this is the
3: shit i have to live with mike honestly no wonder you got me on your podcast and not these yeah i think i
2: think i realize now yeah yeah Yeah, don't 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 waste your time it's fine (laughs) (laughs) don't waste your time don't waste your time um yeah the great great question actually and and there's so many facets of um the human side of of property isn't there because you know a lot of it is about relationships so you've got you've got kind of from an investor perspective and then you've got it from a customer perspective as well i think and i think people forget about the customer side so i'll come on to that next but uh, you know a lot of it is about relationships isn't it um pe- you know property is a people business everyone always says it's a people business because it is about forming relationships in in so many different facets you know t- you know working with your power team your different aspects of people who advise you and work with you networking you know in terms of um you know finding deals and working with agents and um you know so connecting and learning and deals and then also finance as well is all all about people so you know so many aspects of what we do is all about people in terms of and I would put that on the investor side you know us as us as investors and running our businesses and running our investment um that's quite peopley but I think where the the big movement and the big interest with me lies. And I think it is with you guys as well at the moment from what, you know, when I hear you guys talk, which is all about your customer, well, you know, rather than call them tenants, customers. And obviously I think also, you know, this has been in the back of my mind and, and something that I've been working on for a while, but, you know, really crystallized last year. Um, with this whole lockdown and how communities coming back, so I know we use the word co-living and co-living environments. For me, I've moved on to the word community now because it's about creating communities that people, you know, want to live in and enjoy living in. Um, and it's that community aspect, and that can go across more than just co-living in my mind. Um, you know, so that's also if you buy blocks of flats, you can create communities, or if you, you know, own a lot of property in the same area, you can create a community amongst your um you know property customers there and it's about you know people want more locality community um you know it's it's something that's come through is something that's been a positive in this whole pandemic that the community side come back and i think everyone suddenly realized where am i living you know whether you're a tenant or a homeowner it's like well who's my neighbor you know who is who am i living next to and who you know, people have reconnected with all of that because they're not rushing out the door to go to work. They've been having to be at home. They're having to see if, you know, and also they're thinking about, are they okay? You know, do they need some help? Do they, you know, are they shielding? Do they need some support? And it's then fostering that community, isn't it? So one of my goals in in terms of moving my business forward and certainly one of the key things with this property fund is creating those communities. And, you know, I'm hoping with this property fund, we we can do that on scale and, and it's going to be quite exciting fostering that, and, you know, I think everybody wants community, but I also think, you know, the generations that come through that are the rent, you know, typical rental generations do want that community, community aspect um, back. And, you know, I think social media hasn't helped with all of that kind of stuff and they, they don't feel connected in the same way that, you know, I guess maybe some of us older folk. I mean, you're still young, you lot. So, um, Thanks, um Mike. yeah that's all right um yeah uh so um you know that that you know we didn't i didn't have phones you know I, you know mobile phones when i was was their phones mobile phones weren't really around in my 20, you know when i first early 20s um so they came in i remember getting mobile phone when i worked for guinness i think that was my first I work mobile phone wow this was amazing a nice wow. big brick to put in your pocket to, to uh we'll play snake around. on my nokia yeah my nokia um so um yeah, and then you could talk to someone. But it, it, you know, and texting wasn't done. You know, it's just amazing how technology has moved. It's showing my age now. Um, <laughs> but, um, you know, I'm a really rambling around this question about people. But that 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 people side. And even on the social housing, you know, we're helping people. It's about putting people into properties and fitting their circumstances and helping people. Um, again, we're not expecting a lot back. But, but you... Um, you know, it is about you know our differentiation is that we're helping the people um, rather than just you know putting putting people into boxes, which is what I jokingly said didn't I just before we came on? Because it is it in a way an investment is a box, um, you know, and you've got to look at the numbers from that facet. But then what you do to the box is I think you need to humanize it for your customers oh, uh, like and make that. it an environment to um, to live humanize in. Humanize your box.
3: Humanize your box. Yeah. Mm. That's really nice. Can I just say, really appreciated your use of the word facet three times during that ramble. Three times you put in the word facet, loved it. Frisbee well, I, thought, I thought
2: we were playing um, word bingo, uh, and well, <laughs> I'd come bingo, up with facet.
3: <laughs> <laughs> frisbee facets. That's the name of the episode. <laughs> the
2: frisbee it. facet. The facet.
1: Actually, this this is a question that we um, were wondering as you were coming oh, into yeah. the Zoom room. Uh, is the uh, the I want to say etymology, is that the right word? Or the the um, origins? origin?
3: He's origins not gonna know he's
1: not gonna know until he ask a question <laughs> of of your name, Frisbee.
2: Frisbee is a Leicestershire name, is from Leicestershire. I'm originally from Leicestershire. I was born in Leicester. I'm an avid Leicester uh, sports fan. Um so um and it's uh, there's two villages in frisbee in Frisbee, in Leicestershire called Frisbee. So there it's is two. a There is a village called Frisbee. Um, It's not a very big village, so don't get excited. So people joke, oh, is that your lord? You know, do you own the village? Um, Not yet. (laughs) It's not a very big, and I think there's, you know, Frisbee Manor, Frisbee House, or Frisbee, you know, so the the house is called Frisbee as well. So there's a few Frisbees in Leicestershire. It's where it comes from. I don't know where that originated from, and then there's another village called Frisbee on the Reek. Um, So um, that's where Frisbee is a Leicestershire name, and it's a village in... Leicestershire. Beyond that, I'm afraid, guys, I can't tell you too much. Um, but yeah, I do. I do. I could say I have a village named after me, but you really, should. I'm probably named after the village.
3: Just lie, <laughs> I'd believe you. No, because I've seen a photograph of you standing outside Frisbee, the sign of Frisbee. Yeah, and then I, the I just thought that was a happy coincidence. You were like, "Oh look, I found a Frisbee." a space called frisbee but actually no that's a what space your name called maybe. frisbee i found a
2: space called frisbee You could be mike <laughs> or you could be a space but we both have the same name
3: Oh, you just completely had a sign made up and just planted it like yeah, planted a bit you. sad
2: i was actually just trying to be famous for a day and made my own sign <laughs> just I outside his front door <laughs> totally. no there is a village called, and i, I was you know i was I, I i lived quite close to village frisbee but it's so small that i never really drove through it so um <laughs> Yeah, so I did, I did actually take my daughter there just because I don't think she'd ever seen it. So it was quite a good selfie. Oh. Uh, yeah, uh, cool. I just happened to be driving. We were very close. So I thought I'd take a quick detour and show her. And so, of course, I've got a few social media pictures as well, as you do. And waved of at course. your
3: villages and your people. <laughs>
2: yeah, I had to do the, the, the royal wave. Royal
3: wave, yeah.
2: <laughs> yeah. I, the crowds were out because Mike Frisbee had turned up. <laughs> the crowds were out. And um, were they
3: all saying, I wonder what Mike Frisbee would do in this moment? <laughs> Our Lord and Savior.
2: I think. I think we should. I think we saw a sheep somewhere. You know, that was the only crowd that we got. I think. Oh
3: probably. wow! Gosh, it really is tidy. Wow. That is yeah, it is
2: literally. It isn't. I wouldn't even call it a village. It's frisbee. Frisbee <clears> on the reeks a bit bigger, but frisbee itself is is not even a village. I mean, you yeah, drive helmet. through, it lot, you miss the houses. I mean,
0: wow.
2: They're down on a little track, and it's not very big. So I can't claim it's like like this massive town. You know um but yeah
3: that's where your name comes from that's interesting because it's an unusual name I don't think I've, I've never met anybody else with the name frisbee. you never
2: met another frisbee
3: no no have you guys I haven't I don't right. think
2: so no.
3: no Now I thought you made your name up because the first time I ever met you you were um <laughs> <laughs> honestly the first time I ever met you was obviously through the, the the training academy that we all met through but then like I used to go to your your pin meeting in regents park every single um month and I, the more you like, I just was convinced. I never said this to you, but I was just like, that dude made up his name. So you have like, to
2: wait until you get to know him really, really well before yeah, you insult him.
3: I dragged him to
2: LinkedIn. So which one drew the short straw to ask? Because is that, is that what the delay was before we actually got on? Because you're all sitting there. Can you ask him? No, you ask him. I'm not asking him. It's a bloody made up name. We're not going to put him on the spot and ask. You ask. You no, know, you ask him. Matt obviously went, sod it. I'm just going to ask him.
3: Exactly. I have the
2: fancy word to go with it totally yeah
3: yeah i i was covering facets matt was covering frisbee so yeah
2: he obviously had a pretty awful word in his bingo you know <laughs> um, <laughs> podcast bingo i can't even pronounce it. i'm not even going to pronounce it because I, I will i will stumble so i'm not even right. going to repeat it
1: <laughs> Doing brilliantly <Still> brilliant yeah. <gasps> well wow. yeah, it's good it's good so I, I think yeah. you've, you've come prepared with a question for us oh god
2: Oh, but my, but my question seems quite boring now compared to all of this. <laughs>
1: Is it? What would
2: I, Mike Grisby to be ask you all, in any where, situation? You, where, 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 Where's your village? Um, no. Um, <laughs> I've got a street in central London. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, got that's, a true, that, that's true. That's I've, true got a I, 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 I've got walked a country. Down, I've walked down Matt Baker Street um, quite a few times. Mm. Um, no. Um, yeah, no. I, actually, it was on a lighter note, really, about... Uh, once all this lockdown stuff lifts where where are you all flying off to which oh. which country are you going to visit where where have you got that itch to go and visit um,
3: it's somewhere warm it's it's
1: hot it's sunny it's got to be yeah. hot isn't it yeah I mean, i've got somewhere they'll take us <laughs> you're so working skegness <laughs>
3: i've got
1: to... yeah
2: i am you know leaving all the leaving all the you know that aside. yeah the difficulties that you might have and the fact you might have to quarantine when you come back Let's not take the fun out of it, Matt. Um, uh, let's just assume we can go and come back just like the old days. Do you remember when we're gonna no. remember when you could get on a plane and you well, could come back and you could come straight back home? You didn't have to stay in some travel lodge for, for two um,
0: weeks, for two weeks,
2: <laughs> two weeks, no food no water, holiday, <laughs> which is, that, is, more, expensive, is, which is mm. more expensive than your actual holiday itself. <laughs>
1: huh. Well, the thing is, we just we we covered this in last week's episode which is um about um taking holidays and you know what we wanted to do and we're, it we're was not, different it, it is different a, though it was a different qu- um, way of thinking about it but the re- reason why i brought it up is because every holiday now is going to be completely different for me because pre-lockdown i didn't have a daughter who's like nine eight months and now i've got a daughter older who's she's therapy, I i'm not entirely sure oh, she's, not even eight months, she's seven months um so, <laughs> but um uh yeah so it's like i can't imagine going on holiday with essentially who um a daughter who will be uh, kind of well over one by the time we're able to go yes so,
3: it's going to be a different experience
1: it's going to be a very different experience going somewhere really hot, i'm not sure is as great as yeah. the greatest answer mm-hmm. all you're going to have
2: you've got to take with you you know how you know if you're I mean, you're not going very <laughs> many places so you're not having to load up the car as much as you, you you often do with babies i should imagine but all that stuff that you have to go whenever you go anywhere with her, yeah. need this need that don't you
1: yeah, yeah. bigger yeah the bigger car so, so, we're, f- so we're gonna go to, we're gonna go to france on the, on the ferry yeah
3: i think a lot of people isla white that. oh isla white cool. yeah Bentner. that's cool
1: and we can drop we can drop her off on the way <laughs> to the grandparents oh i see (laughs) (laughs) Um, we're we're getting married later this year so um we have been discussing should we shouldn't we book a honeymoon um um, but not knowing entirely where we're going to be able to go has has hampered the decision making um but we would love to go somewhere hot and probably somewhere uh, exotic or barley again
3: (laughs) so i can answer this question mike with clarity So I've got three things in the pipeline. Number one, it's not until next year, but I'm going to Verbier skiing. Um, Number two, I'm going to India in October. Nice. And number three, um, anywhere that's got fucking sunshine and I don't care where. And that's my first trip. That's literally as soon as I can. I'm out of here. Like mm. it's, it'll be like what the deal dictates, where the sun is. Do you know what I mean? Like it will just be, I don't care where just get me to sunshine and where I can switch off, plug in and just be. Are
2: you, are you wanting someone? So you're you wanting, are you wanting somewhere where you can party or somewhere where you can just chill? Cause surely you've been chilling throughout all this. Lockdown, oh yeah, no, don't? it's
3: it's going to be a mixture of the two. So I I have a feeling that wherever you go, there's going to be a bit of a party vibe. I think, like, even parents on family holidays are going to be getting off their nut once the kids have gone to bed. Like, I swear, like, because everyone's just going to I think they'll that. do it
2: before the kids go to bed. I don't, I don't think they'll do it. off go their, their nuts. Ask Max. He'll be on it before, the, before, they, <laughs> yeah. before they wake up in the morning. I think they yeah. no, um, I,
3: mean, I, I mean, I'm not like Ibiza and all that doesn't really appeal. Like, it's just, that, and I, and I think there will be limits, obviously, on like, you know, big mass gatherings and that kind of thing. So, but for me, it's just going to be. Don't spoil the fun, Jay. Sorry, but I do think I. For me, just like bars, cocktails, you know, sun lounger the next day, you know, extra shot of rum, yes, please, you know, like that's that's it, you know. I want my toughest decision between to be between sea or pool. Like that's the limit of my brain. That's I mean, the limit, I and mean, then I mean, yes making. to everything else. Yeah, and then just yes to everything else, which you know. Is is generally my philosophy in life anyway, because thing, good things happen when you say yes. You have way more fun when you say yes. So yep, that's that's me. So Ma- Nile. How <laughs> do, I
0: follow, again? I, do yes. I follow that? I've got I've got two things, two places in my head. Um, so it's either going to Miami.
3: Oh, I'm going to Miami.
0: Because I went there a couple of years ago and really had a good time. Um, but a place I haven't been to yet. And I would really like to go is to uh, Dubai.
3: Hmm. Can I come?
2: Yeah. Well, that's a desert. It's warm, isn't it?
3: Yeah. <laughs> it is done. really warm. Yeah. <laughs> and, it, and if case. you're going in the
2: summer, it is too warm. Yeah,
3: it's like fifty-five yeah. degrees or something. Stupid so it's though. probably a
2: winter experience. October's quite nice. You know, that kind of like um, mm. October feel, just as the sun is disappearing here and you go, oh, I fancy a cheeky holiday. Mm-hmm. So um, October, November is a good time to go. Um, try and avoid the half-term because you don't have kids. So
0: um,
2: Yeah, we, and- we avoid half-term like the plague when we go anywhere. Yeah. To- <laughs> so uh, if you go outside the half-term window, you'll probably get it's a good place to go. So if, if, if it takes a bit longer to clear up, it might be a good, good location. Yeah. Otherwise, if you go in August, you'll be inside in the air conditioning.
3: Yeah, yeah, it's really, really, really hot, isn't it? But also I think recently, so over the new year period, a lot of people heading out to Dubai, because the quarantine rules were way more relaxed. So they were like, you didn't have to quarantine, basically.
2: Yeah, there's so, a few people out there, aren't there? I think there's a few people out there. There's one or two people I know or know of are out that kind of got stuck out there. it's yeah. just like, well, I don't know why I'm coming back, because yeah. I've got freedom here. Yeah,
3: totally. And uh, no in problem. the UK, I
2: don't. So it's nice and hot and sunny and shiny. And if you can run your business from over there, yeah. why not? Why not? Yeah. Yeah. yeah,
3: I nearly went. I nearly went. I was so tempted. I had the opportunity to go at New Year. And instead, I opted <laughs> for a night in in... Uh, in southwest London. Woo! It's crazy. Yeah, crazy times. <laughs>
0: Girl knows how to party.
3: I really do. Crazy <laughs> times. Love that, Mike. That was good. Yeah. Mm. Lots to look forward to.
1: So no? Joe, would you like to lead us in a game of oh, episode yeah. roulette?
3: Okay, so Mike, episode roulette. So for first time property jammer listeners, or first of all, hello and welcome to the madness. Um, Second of all, every single episode, we play a game called Episode Roulette, where we ask our special guest to, um, whilst the, the scroller is scrolling through previous episodes of Property Jam, we ask our special guest to say stop, and whatever episode I stop on, we ask their human opinion on that particular episode topic. So I am going to start scrolling now, Mike, whenever you're ready, say stop.
2: I could wait hours now and just see how long it (laughs) takes.
3: Stop! Oh my god, this is a really random one.
2: Going to be, isn't it? It's that type of episode. I get the feeling.
3: (laughs) So random. Okay, I don't know why this feels really random for you, but episode five: what not to wear.
2: (laughs) Um, I I think that just it closes the loop from just before we were coming on. I think that's why that's why
3: the universe telling us yes it is
2: it is what not to wear Joe.
3: okay so Mike is referring to a conversation that we had before we pressed record about my undies because we were talking about underwear and um how did it even come up why were we talking about undies
2: I'm not sure to be honest. <laughs> then we got onto the topic of conversation, but then you wanted to know what colour your underwear because you didn't even know. And then Oh you- no, I remember. I've got a matching set on.
3: I remember so- because we said, do you have a question for us? And so you said, yes, and it's something along the lines. And it's not like, what underwear are you wearing? And we said, oh, that's fine. And then I said, actually, I'm going to check. And then I checked and then I caused speculation. So the answer to the question is a matching set, which is highly unusual. And it's a grey satiny sort of pair. So there you go. Grey satin. Yeah.
2: Grey satin
3: gray satin or gray silk i don't really know is that silk. is
2: that the color that you guys paint your walls in these days absolutely
3: it's great it's, it's joe's underwear gray that, that we is, put
2: on our walls is that is that because when you get undressed then you're just going to like merge into the wall
3: <laughs> yeah so when i'm going around with my designer i just and i'm, I'm, I'm a builder i'm just like this is the color paint I just whip off my undies and just hold it against the wall just so everyone's clear match on the color this, palette. Match, this paint. match this how to get paint
2: the matcher to match it very carefully
3: there you go so that's that's that. So, Mike, do you have like when you're viewing property, do you have are you conscious about what you wear, how you come across or in property generally? Are you really like appearance conscious?
2: Uh, it depends on the circumstance, doesn't it? It depends on the environment that you're going into. I mean, yes, maybe. I mean, maybe. I mean, obviously, I don't want to turn up in my fancy suit if I'm going to the building site. No. And vice versa, I don't want to turn up in my hard hat and building boots if I'm going to an important meeting, um, business meeting, you know, to talk to some institutions about money. So, um, so yes, I mean, I, I, you know, I never really get completely dressed up to the nines and I never probably completely... Uh, you know, get completely um I was about to say undress, but it's yes. the wrong word, isn't it? It's not necessarily oh, I don't the opposite, <laughs> not necessarily the opposite, um dressed down or, or casual or whatever.
3: So you don't uh, whip off your pants and hold them against the wall to help with paint samples. You don't yeah, I d- I,
2: not necessarily, no. Got
3: it. Got it.
2: No, I'm not necessarily using that. But I I, I guess, you know, it's like all these things, isn't it? If, I guess if you turn up in a very different attire to everybody else, it could make other people feel uncomfortable. It could make you feel uncomfortable. So it, I guess there is a bit of mirror matching. We talk about people earlier on, you know, um, to get on with people. Um, you know, there is something around business attire to, um, uh, you know, to make sure that you, you know, are in the, you know, presenting yourself in the right fashion to the right people um i I actually also interestingly and lockdown has um, reinforced this actually is there is something for me that if i put a suit on you know psychologically my head gets into a slightly different gear especially Mm. smart shoes Mm. um i don't know what it is about my shoes but then um that's another story about me but i'll go on to that you can ask me about that later if you want to (laughs) um But um, yeah, especially shoes, if I put down, you know, put in a nice pair of shoes, that seems to, you know, it does sort of get me more into business mode. And it's interesting, isn't it? Because if we've all been lounging around in our pyjamas and slippers, you know, what's that doing to the mindset when you were sitting down and working in in lockdown? Um, So you know for those that are struggling maybe think about putting a suit on or something there you go You see no wonder Matt's taking this this uh episode so casually and almost <laughs> falling asleep there um <laughs> so um uh yeah so that I don't know I just sort of just randomly got onto that subject but That's yeah
3: good, but can you tell us about the shoes because I don't think literally I think we're looks...
2: literally going to ask the same thing because
3: like we're not going to cover this topic again on a different roulette so like yeah
2: should I should I let you into another Uh,
3: yeah I told you about my undies so yes you will (laughs) yeah
2: okay so it's it's not as exciting as you think but um we go back to I don't know frisbee's seems to come up um frisbee's (laughs) was a chain of shoe shops um so um yeah before I well the yeah so my great great grandfather started a shoe stall in Leicester Leicester market um, and established with his brother um, a couple of uh, shoe stores that then turned into some shops that then turned into a business that then, um, uh, yeah, it was around until, I think, uh, until around the 70s, and then it was sold um, to, and got merged into other shoe chains and that kind of stuff. But there was, so when I was a kid, um, the Frisbee shoe shops were around, and... Um, we used to have, so there were trainers and they used to have you know frisbees written on the trainers so i had trainers with my uh, name on how cool was that when you're about That's seven That's very cool cool. really cool, cool. Um, so, or, do, yeah.
3: or it may cause you to get bullied it's like one or the other it, it you
2: know? is yeah i it wasn't something i was actually flashing around everywhere but um <laughs> but it and it was quite small but i would get you know um some shoes. yeah so i'd get shoes um obviously so i i was shooed. Sheesh. and, and that maybe I don't know why um obviously uh I don't know why that maybe that's a connection with why I feel you know putting on a pair of shoes changed my mindset at all I don't know but it was I mean it wasn't like they didn't have really expensive shoes in there it was a it was a, a you know a, a lower end cheapy you know lower end shoe shop Interesting. um the price, the price of the lower end um so value value shoe chain as opposed to you know the churches or the lokes um I've got a friend who work who's so Leicestershire and Northamptonshire, you see a shoe, again, coming back to, you know, uh, uh, big on big on shoes. That's where shoes sort of, um, you know, how different areas have different things. You like know, different shoe manufacturing in Northamptonshire yeah. Yeah. Um, is a big thing. So you often find a lot of smart shoes from Northamptonshire. And a lot, there seem to be a lot of um, retailers, uh, shoe retailers out of um, uh, Leicestershire. And actually a couple of my friends still work in the shoe business. How about that?
3: Wow! And can um, I just say, like, for what felt like a very random question, it was a very, very relevant answer. Like, wow! Yeah. So you were
2: know, you know,
3: the man to ask that question. They yeah. noticed
2: that skill of bringing different things in, you know, connecting things up, and all kinds of stuff. I've really got this broadcasting thing to a T. I I should get
1: into that. I think
3: absolutely nailed it. You and your floppy mic. Right. Okay. So one more, I reckon. What do you reckon? Is Matt? How we got? How are we doing for time?
1: Uh, we can do a one-line answer.
3: A one-line answer on the one next liner. one. Right, I'm scrolling, Mike. Say stop whenever you're ready.
1: <laughs> One-liner.
3: Guess what it is.
0: <laughs>
1: licensing. Is it licensing? <laughs> <laughs> yes. Episode 11. Licensing. And if you get the word "shoe" in then I'll <laughs> buy you a Guinness. <laughs> licensing.
2: Uh, I, can, I can do that. So what, what have I got? To, so I've got to talk so about licensing.
3: Just like literally you've got, say, three words on licensing. Summarize licensing in three words.
2: I've got to shoe it in in three words.
3: Very good. Yeah. <laughs> Very good,
2: Mike. Um, uh, yeah, avoid it. No. <laughs> <laughs>
1: I think that'll do. <laughs> I think I'm going to wrap us up for today. Thank you so much, Mike, for being with us and for sharing um, everything. And just for our listeners' uh, for sake, can you please say "shoo" one more time? Shoo. Thank you. Uh, it's a goodbye from me. It's a goodbye from me.
2: It's a goodbye from me. It's a very goodbye from me. <laughs> shoo, to shoo.